What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of this podcast, the Southeastern High School Athletics Podcast. This is the West Tennessee slash West Kentucky edition of the podcast. On this week's episode, I have Coach Clayton Morris from West Carroll War Eagle Football, Coach Keith Hodge from Dresden Lions Football, and Coach Sean Thompson from Paducah Tillman Blue Tornado Football. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Stop recording. Hey, Coach, how's it going tonight? Good, how are you? Pretty good, pretty good. Um, you guys are coming off of a really close 21-14 uh, to 14 loss to Scott Seal. Uh, how do you feel like your team performed overall? You know, it was a tale of two halves. You know, we talked about last week how when you're on the road, you can't start really bad, and especially when you're in a hostile, hostile environment like we were there and we were going up against a bigger school and a little bit more depth, a little bit more size. And, and you know, in the first half, we – we put the ball on the ground five times, lost three of those. We had a bad snap on a punt, which gave uh, Scottsdale an excellent field position, which led to their second score, and we had 100 yards and penalties. So, wow. you know, for us to be down 14 nothing at halftime, honestly, was a gift. Uh, and, and I told the kids that at halftime, you know, hey, Scottsdale has given us a gift. They've allowed us to stay in this game, even though we don't deserve to be in the game. Um, and, you know, we battled the second half, and, and Scott Hill made a few more plays uh, down the stretch than we did. But, you know, long story short, you can't put yourself in that type of bind and in that type of hole on the road against a very good team uh, and expect to, expect to, you know, to win. Was Scott Hill doing something to create those turnovers or was just – I You know, I think it's always twofold, but – I, I hate saying this, but it was just uh, it was just a, a, a lack of focus on execution. You know, it, it was just a, it was just a lack of focus on details. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, we're talking about, you know, catching snaps, having good snaps, um, mesh points, you know, with all carries, quarterbacks, just just little things that, that you just we just lost focus on there for especially in the first quarter. Um, well, to come back and score 14 points in the second half. Your offense uh, got it together in the second half. Um, who who stood out to you from the offensive point of view? Uh, you know, offensively, it's just it's turned in, and and it's great for this kid. But it's something that that I was hoping wouldn't happen, and and I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean it's become a Jay Long show here recently these last few weeks, and you know he neared a hundred yards again. And he had a rough night. You know he's pretty bottled up, but none of our other ball carriers could get going, and. And that hasn't been the case except for the last few weeks here. And we've got to, we've got to get some more diversity, and we've got to get some other ball carriers going. And 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 that's twofold, you know. That's that's execution up front, but it's also mental execution by the ball carriers and, and being sure we're taking advantage of what teams are giving us. Uh, Jay, you know, Jay had a good game offensively, but you know, seven of those points a rare shout out. But we'll give a shout out to our special teams. Our our kickoff return unit. Uh, took a 96-yard touchdown to the house. Um, Dalen Drazzle uh, took took a big one back there for seven to, to kind of give us the chance to try to execute an onside kick and tie the game or go down and win it. And and so big shout-out to Coach Taylor and his special teams units and especially kickoff return. What is a big – what do you think is a big key to getting a good kickoff return like that? Gosh, it's just – number one, you know, if you're the ball carrier, I, I, I think you just got to hit it going. Uh, you know, you don't want to do a lot of dancing. You just want to you want to hit a seam and you want to go and, and, and you don't want to be indecisive with your decisions. Uh, but I think the harder thing is is for your, your your blockers to get a hat on a hat and and just take those 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 uh, those guys where they want to go. And and in that particular, you know, kickoff return, we did, we did a good mixture of both. You know, our guys, 
our, our guys did a good job of getting a hat on the hat and just running those bodies. But Dalen, Dalen was very decisive of where he was wanting to go, and and he, uh, he 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 made it happen real quick and 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 hit a lane and and got gone. We talked about your running backs already. How are your receivers playing? As of right now, uh, you know, a little, little inconsistent. Uh, we, we, you know, and 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 that's you know, QB play to receiver play. You know, we got to continue to work on that marriage. You know, we've had some turnover there. We've got some new bodies there. We're doing some different things. You know, they're 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 doing some really good things. Uh, hopefully, you know, they start seeing some stats show up. I know they're wanting to, uh, but they're doing some good things that don't show up on the stat book. You know, like blocking, uh, getting plays in and out. You know, changing formations up. Uh, and, and of course, the big thing is, is, is for us is just their stalt blocking. You know, our, our uh, Preston Bosley and Cornelius Cannon have been doing a great job uh, blocking, uh, blocking on our perimeter, blocking in space. Awesome. Um, looking at your defensive side of the football, you only gave up 24, 21 points, but your defense was put in some tough positions with all the, turn- with the turnovers in the first half. How do you feel, how do you feel like they performed overall? Yeah, I mean, you know, you look at the stats and. You know, Scott's Hill only had 86 yards of total offense. Uh, so, you know, and we knew it was going to be low. They, they came out, you know, credit to, to, to the coaching staff over there. They've got a great coaching staff. they got a great head coach. He does a wonderful job. Uh, very, very, very good person, humble person, and, and enjoyable to talk to. And, and they came out and they attacked us differently than they had anyone else for most of the season. Uh, most of the season they've been wanting to be more of a perimeter run team and and in this game, they had just made their mind up that they were going to go in between the tackles. And, and so, you know, the first drive kind of knocked us back on our heels defensively. You know, they drove the field on us and, 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 and walked away with seven. Um, but Coach Dolan and the defense did a great job of making some adjustments quickly uh, and, and kind of keeping that success to a minimum. And again, you know, the, the turnovers and bad snaps put, put our defense in some bad situations. But, you know, when the defense was put in a good spot and, and as Scott Hill had to drive the field, they just weren't able to do it. Uh, so, you know, defensively, although, you know, 21 points on the board, they played extremely well. You know, you take away that first drive and you don't, you don't turn the ball over, you know, it, it's, it's, it, you know, it's a seven point, you know, seven nothing game there. So, um, you know, I was really pleased with, with not just how the defense played, but, but how they were able to make some adjustments on the fly. You mentioned that they went away from the perimeter. Were they just running up the middle, or? Yeah, they've got a really good big quarterback who they have gotten away from running him for the last three or four weeks. And earlier in the season, they ran him quite a bit, um, and they got away from it. So I don't know if he was banged up and now he's healthy, or if they got somebody else healthy in another spot. I don't know. Um, they decided to go back to it, and and he's just a big physical kid, and and he was getting three four yards a pop, and and just going right up the teeth of our defense. And so it really kind of caught us off guard, and, and, and he's definitely uh, he's definitely a handful to handle. Um, individually or unit-wise, who had a good game on defense for you guys? Oh, man, man, I, I think, uh, you know, I think our D-line played well. I think our D-line played pretty well. You know, linebackers did well in spurts. Uh, DBs did well. Uh, DBs didn't give up very many big plays. They were in good position. Uh, but I think quietly our D-line played really well with their movements and their slants and their adjustments uh, to, to be able to take away and, and make that inside run game for Scott Hill be just a little bit more difficult to achieve. Awesome, awesome. Um, how are you guys injury-wise coming off this game against Scott Hill? You know, we're still a little beat up. It's uh, We're not near as healthy as we wanted to be. Um, you know, not many more season ending things, but it's just nagging things. And, and sometimes those nagging things can really, you know, cripple somebody from doing a job. And so, you know, we've, we've got a handful of kids that we're having the nurse and they don't like it and, and we don't either, but you know, it's not what they can do for us Monday through Thursday is what they can do Friday. And I think there's a fine line with that because, you know, they still need some practice in some capacity. Uh, you know, their, their bodies have to stay acclimated to the contact, but, you don't want to completely beat them up either. And, and so, you know, it, we're, we're not as healthy as we want to be, um, but we're not out of the fight yet. Got you. Um, how's practice been this week? How's the vibe after a tough game? Against uh, you know, it, it started off a little funky at the beginning of the week. Um, you know, it, it's it's that time of year. You know, the, the, the temperature's dropping. The uh, It's starting to get darker earlier. Um, other sports are getting kicked up, you know, falls right, you know, falls around the corner are here, basically winter's right around the corner. And, 
And so you, when you're not having success, it's easy for your mind to drift. Um, but, you know, the challenge is, is to keep our kids grounded and keep them where their feet are, you know, regardless of, of how last week or this week went. I mean, we've already, you know, solidified a spot in the playoffs and, and that's a whole nother season. You know, you never know what may happen once that season starts and the weather begins to deteriorate and, and different things go on. So that, that it, it's, it's a challenge, um, but we just continue to remind our kids. I thought we had a good day today and, and hopefully we can finish it up with a good day tomorrow. Awesome. Um, looking ahead to Friday night. Well, first of all, um, in two weeks is, was Massey always on the schedule? No, that's uh that's Mace. Um, uh, that's probably more than likely going to be our first round uh, playoff match for uh, down in Memphis. Okay. I was confused because I was like, I didn't see that last week on the schedule. And it, I, I looked on Max Preps and it was there. There I was. I was yeah. Yeah. More than likely, that's who we'll match up with. Okay. Um, well, looking back at uh, for Friday night, you you guys have got Trenton Peabody at home. And they're traditionally a really tough opponent for you guys. Um, what what do they run on offense? Well, <laughs> I, you know, the best way to describe them is they're multiple. You know, they'll do some pro-eye stuff. They'll do some under-center stuff. They'll do some true spread stuff. Um, they'll do some H-back spread stuff. You know, it's just kind of it, – it's, 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 it's multiple, you know, zone-type schemes with some spread, spread concepts on the back end. You know, they got a very good, experienced quarterback there. they got a few receivers back, and they're massive up front. Um, they're, they're good at what they do. You know, they find things to take advantage of with teams and they, and they go after it and they exploit it well. And they've got one of the best coaching staffs and in, in this side of the state, you know, he's got, uh, three or four coaches on staff that have a lot of head coaching experience. Uh, so, you know, there, there, there's a, there's a wealth of knowledge about the game and about adjustments on that staff and they've got the numbers to, to be able to do things and, and so it's going to be a tall task for us. But, you know, I'm interested to see where our mindset is here towards the end of the season and as we get ready to enter playoffs. Um, now, you've t- – you've, I mean, you've already faced McKenzie this year. How how I know that they were one of the top, team, top, team, ugh, top teams in the state. Would you put uh, Trenton Peabody up there this year with McKenzie likes? Oh, yeah, you know, definitely. I, if you look at 1A teams, I think, of course, McKenzie's in there and, 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 and the top five in the state and – and I think you have to put Peabody in there as a top five, you know, in the state. I mean, they've, they've had a lot of success over the last few years. And, and while they might not have some of the same names and some of the same explosive, you know, pe- people in certain places, they're, they're still a very good football team that's, that's quietly taking care of business for the most part. And, and you know, they're, they're, they're a top five 1A team in the state, without a doubt in my mind. Awesome. Um, what kind of defense do those guys run? Or, sorry, um. But back to offense, who are the standouts for you guys or for them on offense? Uh, you know, it starts with their quarterback, Sam Driggers. He he he's just a really, really good, smart football player. You know, he he he's got a great family. They've done a lot of work with him. He's got a great coaching staff and he understands the game and he's grown into that leadership role and and he's a tough kid. He doesn't make a lot of bad decisions with the ball. Um, he's physical when he has to be. He's just that good, consistent leader for them. And 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 so, you know, the challenge is going to be um, getting him off his rhythm somehow, whether it's through his receivers or him, you know, if he's able to just stay on rhythm and on, 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 I guess you would say on schedule, so to speak, uh, for quarterback play in their offense, it's going to be a long night. Um, and they've got a couple of receivers that, that causes team some problems. They've got one back last week. It's a big, big, uh, big weapon for them. Number nine key. Um, he's healthy again and, and he looked good last week and, and so he's he seems to be hitting a stride here towards playoffs. And then we've already mentioned, you know, they've got especially their offensive tackles. They're just really big humans, and uh, it's going it's going to cause some problems for us D line wise if we're not careful. Awesome. Um, looking at their defensive side of the ball, what what kind of defense do those guys run? You know, they're typically they're typically what I would call an odd front defense, kind of your your three four look, a little bit more traditional, you know, because of what we do. What we do offensively, they may be more of a 5-2 look. Um, their linebackers play very hard. They read well. They flow fast. Uh, their D linemen are not small. You know, they they uh, um, that uh, they 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 fly around. Or they're not. I'm sorry. They're not small. They they get kind of get in gaps and cause some penetration. Uh, but I think one of the things that impresses me the most about them is their edge guys. They 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 really caused us a lot of problems last year with how they played our perimeter. 
and those guys are back and they're playing really well. They they don't make a lot of mistakes. It's hard to pick on those kids. I think it's two of their better defenders there on the, that D gap area. Uh, so that that'll be a challenge. But you know their defense is going to cause us problems. They're well coached. You know, coach that, that staff puts a lot of uh, a lot of pride in defensive football, and and they're going to really get after us and make it hard you know hard on us offensively. Um, who are their guys to watch out for on defense? Gosh, I, you know how much time you got. Um, it, it's it's really truly anybody that they put in there at linebacker is, is going to be really really difficult. You know the one name or one number that stands out to me is ten. Wherever they put him, he's going to be a really good ball player for them. Um, and they've got a few people that they roll in and out, but they, for, in the box, whoever's in there, they're in there for a reason. It's because they can play solid football. I got you. Um. Now, this game is at home, so that helps you guys out a little bit. Yeah, it's senior night, so, you know, that'll be an emotional night for our seniors and for the seniors' families. You know, they've put in a lot of time here at West Carroll and had a lot of changes come their way and different things. So you want to be sure, you know, that they get the recognition that they deserve and they get the night that they deserve, but you also want them to play the game that they should play and and, and go out and take care of business. So, you know, it, it's going to be – it's it, it's always an emotional night, but hopefully we can go out and get a job done. Awesome. Um, I'll let you get out of here on the fun questions. Um, Kentucky, Tennessee this weekend? Kentucky, Tennessee this weekend. What do you think? Ah, gosh. I, I, I don't know if it's just that I'm continuing to live in this state <laughs> of denial or if I'm just ready for my heart to be ripped out. But, I, you know, Kentucky's not a bad football team. They're, they're not bad at all. You know, I don't think they're as explosive as an Alabama or a Georgia offensively. Um, and I know they're pretty good defensively. Uh, but I, you know, I, I just keep expecting a letdown. Um, but for the life of me, I hope it's not against Kentucky. I hope we don't have a letdown versus Kentucky. Uh, the line is thirteen. That's that's a little far for my in my opinion. But anyways, well, I, that's not the only line I'm kind of like eh about because. The Georgia Florida line is twenty two and a half, and I'm like, uh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another team. You just never know which team is going to show up. No, you don't. Um, how was your how was your weekend otherwise, Coach? How was the how's the family? Family's doing well. Um, and we had the we had a bout of the stomach bug with with the little one earlier uh, this this past week, and and so she got over it uh, towards the end of the week, and. We got some stuff done around the house, and and uh, you know things are cooling off. So you're trying to prepare some some things for the winter winter months around the house. But you know, family's doing well. The weekend was fine, and and uh, it's still football season. So there's a lot of football that's going on in the house, even when we're not up at the field house. Awesome. Well, I enjoyed it always, Coach, and I look forward to talking to you after a big win over Trenton Peabody. Yes, sir. It's always good to talk to you, and you take care of yourself. All right. Bye bye. Next up on the podcast, Coach Keith Hodge from Dresden Lions Football. Stop recording. Hey, Coach, how's it going tonight? Good, man. Just the usual, uh, usual rat race. What's going on? <laughs> I bet. Uh, well, you guys are coming off of a tough loss at Obion County, forty-two to twenty-one. I keep wanting to call them the Trojans since they're out of Troy. Please tell me that's not their, that's their mascot, right? No, they're they're the rebels. Man, they missed out on an opportunity there on that one. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They did a little <laughs> bit. Yeah, they did. Um, well, overall, how did you feel like your team performed in this game against a uh, upper class or a higher class team? Well, you know, there there are several things that I, I've been able to um, just take a breath on and uh, just really figure out what went wrong and. And uh, and everything and, and there, there's there's several things that added up to the loss and uh, number one you, ne- you never like giving up 42 points obviously and um, that's tough it's a tough pill to swallow and uh, we got behind early the first seven minutes or so of the game really just killed us and uh, we just wasn't able to to really get back in it the way way we needed to fast enough you know we played a lot better football in the second half but you know it just wasn't enough once we got behind and 
you know, we had a fumble inside our own, inside our own 10 that killed us and it led to a score. And, uh, you know, there, there was just things that added up and, you know, we just didn't come out with a, um, a real strong sense of urgency. Um, and that, you know, that hurt us and we just, we just played a little flat and we, we waited to get mad and play good football and, you know, you can't do that. And especially against good football teams, they're a good football team. You know, they play a tough schedule and, you know, by the time they get to us, you know, they, they've played tough games and, and know what it's like to battle. And, uh, you know, so, uh, you know, no, I don't want to take anything away from them. They're a good football team. They played hard and, and did some really good things. And, and we just didn't, you know, we just, we just had a flat football game and, um, just didn't recover well. And, uh, you know, it just led to a, uh, just a really down night for us. Were they explosive plays that they scored on, or were they consistent long drives that Obama County had? It was a it was a combination. They had a couple drives, real good drives, and um, you know we we kicked off to them, and and they had a, a, a third down play where the quarterback took off and got you know twenty plus yards, and that hurt us. And then we got them in fourth and four, and uh, we knew they were going to freeze us, and they did. And we still jumped off sides, you know things that shouldn't happen in week nine, and. Um, that gave them a first down, and, and with their size and the size of their running back, once they get inside ten like that, they're hard to stop. You know, you've got to, you've got to get them in in longer down situations, and uh, and we just wasn't able to do that. You know, I knew he would fall forward several times, but you know, some of the things we were trying to do just wasn't getting to him in the backfield, and I thought their quarterback had a good night running the ball on us, and I was worried about that with his speed and. Uh, he did a good job. He had good. He was making good decisions, and uh, we missed some tackles. It, you know, it's just things. Just like I said, they just they compiled on us, and uh, and it hurt us. You know, that's one of the big things I remember you uh, saying last week was their size. Um, yeah, you know, and, and that worried me obviously, and we weren't able to get the penetration that we needed to call some second and long plays that we you know you got to have against a football team like that and we weren't able to do it and um i felt like even when we did we would turn around and give up a, an eight yard gain the next time and um and then uh you know their their defense did a decent job against us you know i felt like we we were able to put some things together offensively and, and do some good things and uh, but it was just a little too late you know and they felt good and they had a momentum and that momentum just never really shifted back to us. And, um, you know, we just didn't recover quick enough to make the game uh, close fast like you need to do in a, in a high school game. So, you know, it's just something that I hope, I hope that, you know, we learned from and uh, I'm able to use that moving forward. Um, your offense did score 21 points. Um, How did you feel like your offense performed overall? You know, um in the beginning, we, we didn't play just extremely well. They were um, in our face playing cover zero and bringing the house and wanting, daring us to throw the ball. And and, uh, and later on, it just took us a drive to, you know, a couple drives to get that established to where we were okay with that. And, and we settled in. But like I said, we got behind we got behind the score so, so fast that uh, we just weren't able to recover quick enough. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's just one of those things that you can't have happen against good football teams. Uh, but, you know, overall, I thought, uh, you know, offensively we responded decently uh, to what was going on um, and were able to execute some things uh, better as the game went on and uh, play a little bit more sound and uh, and take advantage of some things. But, but like I said, it was just it was just a little too late uh, for those opportunities. Who had a uh, good game for you guys on offense, either unit-wise or individually? Uh, you know, uh, offensively, um, you know, I, I thought Jet, again, our running back, he played well. He ran hard and, um, you know, and Tatum made some good throws here and there. And um, offensive line, you know, at times did really well. And other times we just came off our blocks and um, and, you know, they were able to get in our face some on some throws and that hurt us. And, uh, you know, so overall, you know, I mean, it's one of those games where, you know, you can't really give it just a decent grade. But, you know, I thought offensively it was probably like a B-minus for us. 
you know, we did put points on the board and took advantage of some opportunities, but we just couldn't get enough of them. You know, we just we weren't able to put O'Bine and punt in situations where we could give our offense a little bit more chances. Um, and we got to be able to do that. And uh, like I said, put put get our offense in position to score points. And um, and it just got behind too fast, and, and that hurt us. Um, on the defensive side of the football, what do you feel like they were exposing more from you guys, or, of your defense? Yeah, several things. You know, mainly how we were just weren't able to get to them. Um, they were everything they do is a read play. You know, it's just read option stuff. And um, you know, we shut down their passing game. They, of course, they didn't feel like they had to throw it that much. You know, their running game was working really well. And um, you know, I, they they got to the edge just a little bit too much on us, and that hurt us because of our size. Um, you know, we weren't able to tackle well, you know, it's not, and it's not that we gave up big plays to the running back. He was just like, I was telling you what I was worried about was, you know, four yards here. Then all of a sudden that four yards turns into 10 yards and then, you know, back down to three and then up to eight again. And it was just that never getting that negative two that you need or, mm. or, or gain it. It just, he kept compiling on us and the running back would keep, I mean, quarterback would keep it and, uh, he might get eight, you know, it just, it just added up too fast and. Um, you know, and schematically, they took advantage of some things they saw that we were doing, and uh, that and that's on the coaches. And um, we didn't, we just didn't adjust fast enough. I felt like, and like I said, I think the biggest thing was was just not getting them in, you know, in, in big passing down situations. Uh, and when we did, the quarterback took off running on us. You know, it's a, kind of a, a story that we've seen the past two years is the. Uh, the uh, put them in good situations and, you know, against McKenzie, same thing, quarterback takes off for 20 yards and, you know, that can't happen. You know, we got to, you know, contain them and make them throw the ball. And uh, we haven't been able to do that real well. Um, on the defensive side of the football, um, who stood out to you? Bill? Uh, you know, um, I, I, overall, I mean, we just did not play extremely well defensively. You know, I just, I think as a whole, you know, it wasn't really uh, where I could say, you know, I don't want to say we didn't play hard or anything like that. We just played a little flat mm-hmm. and didn't tackle well. So, you know, I, I'd hate to say that one person played really well when, you know, as a unit, what it really boils down to. And I just don't feel like as a unit, we played really well to make some guys stand out and, and, and have a good game the other night. I got you. Um, how are you guys injury-wise coming off this game against uh, Obion County? Oh, let's see. Um, you know, we do we do have a couple here and there, and you know, our quarterback Tatum, your middle linebacker, got a little got a little injured, and uh, back though, uh, he'll be you know a hundred percent Friday night, but he's gonna be he's gonna be better. Um, he'll be okay. And then one of our other utility guys that plays that plays in a lot of different positions as a senior uh he's got a hamstring issue that i'm afraid is not going to heal right for friday night so he'll be lim- very very limited um and you know it's just one of those things you can't help you know hamstrings are hard to get over and it takes time yes. and um he's doing the best he can he's been to rehab twice and it's just time it's a time thing you know and and staying off of it um uh, but other than that you know um, do i have a player that's out that'll be out possibly till late next week um, it's one of our starting guys that's on a little bit of everything, and um, he's a junior. I'm hoping he can at least start some football activities next week, and he says he probably can. So we've missed him. Um, you know, other than that, not in just horrible shape. You know, we just we got to get back to um, um, back to playing some good fundamental football. I felt like after Friday, we didn't do that, and. You know, and going against my alma mater Friday night, and hopefully we'll uh, put together a little bit better game. Um, I was I was going to bring up that up in a little bit, actually. <laughs> um, I figured you. <laughs> well, you led me into it. Uh, how was practice this week leading up to this game? You know, we we've went back to some um, some basics this week in practice, and some and some things that I felt like we've gotten away from. That's um, kind of our identity and who we are. So. We've uh, wanted to up the energy a little bit in practice and um, get back to getting down and getting in the dirt a little bit and 
you know, we're going to, we're going to finish the season that way. We're going to have physical days in practice and, and get after a little bit more and see if we can't block a little better and tackle a little better and uh, just attack, be a little bit more in attack mode. So, you know, I feel like we've missed that, you know, that last week and against O'Bine and, and that's not who we want to be. So, you know, we, we've had three good days in a row uh, where I felt like we've been decently dialed in and ready to, ready to play. So I think they're a little anxious to get back out there. I think that um, after a tough loss that, you know, they're ready to get back at it and, uh, and, and get a big win. Well, like you mentioned, uh, your old mater is coming to town Friday, Friday night, the Brewston Tigers. Uh, what's it like going against your old mater? You know, it, it, it's a weird feeling. You know, I've uh, – let's see. Uh, we played them when I was in Dresden back in, I know, at least 2010, 11, 12, 13. So, you know, I, I've played them several times, you know, coaching. And uh, but this is the first time since 2013, I believe, mm-hmm. I've went against them. So it's been a little while. You know, it's going on that eighth or ninth year there, and um, we didn't get to play them last year because they they had some, they had a lot of injuries and and a lot of things go on with the program. But they they've had their rosters big, as big as it's been in a long time this year, and they're bouncing back. And uh, you know, I know they've not had just the, the, the best year they've ever had, but they're very young. They got like 16 freshmen and, uh, you know, they've got a young group over there that they're trying to, you know, put some things together and get it going and, uh, and have confidence behind it. And, uh, uh, that's the main thing. It's not like an overall program issue. It's just, you know, just, just getting the confidence back in the kids and, uh, getting them ready to play and excited about football and, um, you know, they're doing that with the roster size. It's obvious to see that. So, you know, it's, it's, it's an odd feeling looking over there, seeing that cup, that color, you know, that, that blue and white that I, I grew up with and, and everything. But, you know, on the flip side of it, you know, that's uh, <laughs> important to me to win this football game and uh, not just for me, but for these kids. And they know it's my alma mater, obviously. And, uh, and you know, we've Dresden's played Burston in a lot of different sports over all the years, so you know, it's not it's a familiar opponent and everything. And played him a couple times when I was in school, and played Dresden a couple times when I was in school, is what I mean. So, you know, it's uh, it's one of those games where you know each other, and uh, we just gotta go out there and get after them. Are there any coaches at Brewston that are uh, were there back when you were at, uh, there in 2013? <sighs> uh, no. No, um, it's a, uh, there's one, there's only one guy that was around during that time. And the other ones have kind of moved on or moved on to different things actually. Mm -hmm. Um, so no, it's not the same coaching staff and you know, these are none of these. I've only, I only grew up with one of the guys that's on the staff. He was a little bit younger than me. Uh, but the other guys are a little bit older than me and more my brother's age. So, um, you know, so again, it's the, there's some familiarity there, but, you know, not a ton when it comes to actual, you know, that the coaching staff. And there's some names. I was looking at the roster, and obviously I know a lot of the names. And, and I don't know the exact connections between the kids and their parents, but I know there's a ton there. And if somebody was to tell me them, I would be probably pretty shocked, you know. But um, that's the way it is. As, you know, time flies, you start learning that some of your friends and everything have kids on the team now. And <laughs> a crazy thought, but it's the truth. You know, I mean, it's the truth. I'm – 22 years removed so you know that's uh you know that number is steadily growing and uh uh you know so as you grow and do all this you start learning the kids like i've told you before i've got two coaches on my staff that i coached you know and um that's uh that's correct actually three now we we gained three guys so you know as you as you get into this more and more you start seeing that and uh and it flies by for sure um, looking at the Tigers uh, specifically, what do they, what kind of offense do they run, and what do they do well on offense? You know, they're 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 a little bit of a, a pro style offense. It, it's a little bit of spread mixed in with tight end sets and H back sets, and uh, you know they they spread things out sometimes, and they bring some things in tight and run the football. And uh, they're running mainly a running team. They'll do some play action and uh, some quick throwing stuff, and uh. You know, so and they got a couple of big kids on the offensive line, and like I said, you know, I, you know, all the films I've seen on them, it's like a, it's a process. You know, earlier in the year they were struggling a little bit, but you've seen growth 
obviously, and seeing that they've gotten better and better. And, you know, I expect their best game. This is their 10th game of the year. And um, I know he hopes that they're, they're you know, gelling and, and communicating and uh, playing some of their – playing their best football. They should be playing their best football right now, and we should be too. Um, you know, yeah. and, and I kind of feel like we're not right now, um, but I'm hoping that changes on Friday night. I'm hoping I see – you know, a little bit more of that, that almost perfect game that you want to see this time of year. And, um, you know, so, you know, we got to get after them. You know, we, we've set a goal uh, on stopping their offense, and uh, hopefully we're able to uh, obtain that goal. Um, on offense, who are their guys, their key guys to watch out for? You know, it's mainly the quarterback and running back. The quarterback runs it a lot, and running back runs really hard. Um, you know, he's had some big games for him, and the quarterback is a – he's a smart kid, you know, and you can tell that, and he's a tough kid. And I think that's what kind of stands out about him is I think they play hard and they're tough kids. Um, they get back up. They get right back at it. You don't see a lot of frustration or anything on film, and uh, you just feel like they're, uh, they're kind of getting after it. And uh, just – like I said, just – trying to get better with every rep and, uh, and you know, just, just doing the best they can. So, you know, I think their quarterback and running backs, who we, you know, we're going to be primarily focused on those guys and and uh, trying to stop them in the box and put them in, you know, better situations than we did last week. Um, looking at the Tigers defensively, um, what kind of defense do they run and uh, who are the keys on defense? Uh, you know, it's mainly a 4-3 look and – um, they'll run some cover two and some man coverage and uh, a little bit of man free. So they mix up their coverages a little bit. And, um, you know, they got a couple of big D linemen and they don't want you to get outside of them. They want to force everything back to their middle linebacker, just like most four, three teams do. And, um, so we'll, we'll probably attack that a little bit. You know, we'll attack outside and inside like we normally do with our run game. And, um, you know, so try to attack the perimeter with some passes and do some different things. But, you know, mainly I want to get back to uh, running the ball hard downhill. Um, uh, like I was telling you, like we're doing in practice, we're just going to get a little bit – we're just going to have to get a little bit meaner and a little bit more physical up front and uh, carry that momentum into the playoffs. Um, who are their standouts on defense after watching them on film? You know, they got the, the, I like the way their defensive ends play. You know, they uh, you know they, they tend to do a good job of making things go where, you know, they want them to go defensively, and that's back to their middle linebacker who makes a lot of tackles. And um, they got a corner that's a really good football player also. He's fast, and he's got good feet. So, you know, there's a couple of guys defensively that could give us some fits. And the uh, main thing is is just attacking them. You know, we, we've got attack, and – uh, and not worry about where people line up and things like that, and just be downhill and go. And uh, main thing is is putting points on the board, you know. And uh, we've done a decent job with with the opportunities, you know, uh, past couple weeks against McEwen and O'Bine. And uh, we got to keep that momentum and build on that. Um, it's been a while since I've watched them, but I watched them earlier, way earlier in the season against uh, West Carolina. That's the one thing I remember about them. They're they're fast. Yeah, they, like I said, they got a couple fast kids, and um, that that they, you know, they I think they're faster than even what they're on film. I think they they relatively play pretty fast. So, you know, that's the main thing is, um, you know, we've got to contain that and force everything back to our middle linebackers the same way. That's how we play. You know, we want our middle linebackers making tackles, and uh, but we also like our D line to make plays too. That's one thing that we try to stress is, hey, you're. Out there for a reason don't just be you know just in the way go out there and go out there and make plays and you know and have fun and uh so you know we get we gotta get to them quick i think it's the main thing d line needs to play well and uh, stop their run game and get in the backfield and, and and force the issue reset the line of scrimmage is what we've talked about all week long and um we just gotta execute it awesome well I'll, get, I'll let you get out of here on some fun questions um you mentioned your brother earlier from what I remember last year, from last season, he's coaching in East Tennessee, correct? He was, and uh, he has decided to – he decided this year to step away. He uh, So the guy he had coached with for years and years retired, and he thought it was a good opportunity to take a break. You know, he's been doing this for, oh, man, a little over 20 years, and uh, he just kind of wanted to – you know, his kids are, are juniors in high school, and, uh, and they swim – year round and he's heavily involved in that so you know he just thought it'd be a good time to hey you know they're about to do a coaching change i want to 
let me step away for a little while and uh, enjoy some time off with the with the family and spend a little more time with his kids and you know obviously i respect that and uh you know and he came to one of he came to the gleason game and you know i asked him how much you miss it and he said oh i miss it a ton he said <laughs> but you know I, i'm uh, you know he's 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 staying busy and um i think he'll eventually get back into it you know i think it's hard to just completely step away because you know he's still you know he's still i mean he's not that old so you know he's got plenty of time to dive back into it and have fun and you know i'd love to get him back over here with me um you know i coached with him for several years and you know that was there was some awesome years together and had some successful teams so you know i'd love seeing back at it you know and uh, i don't know if he will you know and i don't know when that'll come but uh you know i know he misses it but yeah he stepped away for for this year and uh, I think he's glad he made that choice and uh, trying to enjoy it. But, you know, obviously it's hard not to miss it, you know, when you've done oh, yeah. it for so long. And uh, you really probably, he's probably just wondering what the heck do I do in my time a little when he does have a little bit of downtime. But, you know, um, it was good to see him at the game he came to this year and uh, surprised us with it. And, um, but, uh, yeah, I think he misses it a little bit. So we'll, we'll see what, we'll see what happens with that. Are they still, is he still in East Tennessee? He is. He is. Yeah, okay. he's still at the same school he was at. Um, they won't leave the school. It's a good, good school, good program, and kids do well there. So they'll graduate from there, and we'll we'll see what see what he does from there. Now I know you're the offensive mind. Is he the is he the defensive mind, or is he offensive minded like you? Hey, well, he was with me, and and over the past, you know, he has moved back and forth, but he's been more of a defensive guy since he's gotten into coaching, you know, years ago. And well, actually he didn't get into defense too. He was with me. He was actually offense uh, when he was at Henry County here in town. And um, then when he came over to me with, with me and Dresden, he swapped over the defense and, you know, he's sharp, you know, he, he's, he's, you know, and I'm not saying cause he's my brother, you know, he's smarter <laughs> than me. He's smarter than me and uh, he knows the game really well and, and understands, how to get the most out of kids. And, um, I've learned, you know, I've learned a ton from him, you know, and I've listened to him over years and I like to say he's listened to me and, you know, we've, we've gelled really well together and we've been together and feed off each other. And, um, you know, he's, so he, he can do a little bit of everything, you know, he's that, he's that kind of that Swiss army knife. And, um, you know, and I've kind of, I've stayed on offense my entire life. And, uh, but I, I do do a lot with defense now. Um, you know, and you, you have to, you got to be heavily involved in mm-hmm. smaller schools and you got to work together as a staff. And, you know, and I enjoy that, you know, I've learned a lot and, um, you know, continually uh, learning, you know, it never stops, you know, you never stop learning in this game because the game is constantly evolving. So, you know, that's what makes it a great game and, and it's tough, but uh, you got to stay on top of it or you'll fall behind. Definitely true. Um, so I, I know how your Irish did this past weekend because I guess oh, – other show uh, uh coach finley from bowden uh down here in uh, northwest georgia his wife's uh their birthdays were this past weekend and he she uh surprised him with a trip to um south bend and got to see the locker room the weight weight room and everything up there so i know he was excited about that so um that will be fun i've been to, i've been up there but i didn't get to do that and uh, that'd be something neat to really do and maybe one day me and my wife will go up there and do that and the kids if they wanted to and um i bet that was fun that'd be a neat experience because it's just different you know it's different mm-hmm. up there it's it's you know you've got years 100 100 years of you know football that's that's you know evolved and and but kept the tradition and, mm-hmm. and there's just a lot to it you know and it's really neat and um, the expectations are really high, and even when you're not doing well, I think people still love love the brand and love the school. So, you know, and that's part of it. You got to go through some. You got to go through through some things, and um, they'll uh, they'll bounce back. You know, they just they just got to up their recruiting and and uh, and think about what they want and uh, maybe change some philosophies here and there. But uh, you know, they'll bounce back. Who do they have this week? Do you know? No clue. No clue. Man, I, I, I'm lucky to and, – and believe it or not, I'm more than an NFL guy. I really am. I, I love NFL. I keep up with it just a little bit more than I do college. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, and probably one of those fair-weather fans when Notre Dame's doing well, I'm going to keep <laughs> up a little bit tighter, you know. And when they're not, you know, I'm kind of like, eh, you know. what well, You know, eh. Um, hard to watch sometimes. You know, when Notre Dame's not very good, they're hard to watch. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's the way it is, you know, obviously, when the – 
you start getting into those levels and everything. But, um, you know, I try to keep up with just as much as I can all around. I know you're, you've said in the past you watch, you keep up with the Titans. How are they doing? Yeah, they're doing really well. Um, they have found the formula of feeding Derrick Henry the football and, um, and, um, putting more on his shoulders in the offensive line and, and playing good defense. And, uh, I can't remember if they're four and two or four and three. Um, but, uh, they are, you know, they're playing good, you know, and, and I, they're, they're on, they're on at 12 o'clock a lot. I've noticed <laughs> over the years, they play a lot at 12. So I just, I just don't get to watch it. You know, by the time we get out of church, I am like fast, go get ready and go to practice because we practice on Sundays at two. And mm-hmm. so I, I miss a lot of the Titans games and uh, but I try to keep up the best I can. Obviously I look at the box scores and, and uh, keep up with, with all that. But, you know, they are, I think they're shocking some people, you know, but the main thing is, is you keep, they're keeping it low scoring and uh, not trying to do the shootout thing with Ryan Tannehill. They're just, they're letting Derrick Henry be the workhorse. And as long as he's healthy, they can do that. Um, but got to keep him healthy. That's the thing is once you get around week 12 and 13 and he's up there in those carries, he's up around, you know, 200 carries. It's, uh, it's tough. It gets tougher and tougher. So oh, yeah. we saw that last year with him. So, you know, it's tough, you know, you just gotta be, you got, he's got to take care of himself, which he obviously, you know, he does, but sometimes it's bad luck. And, but the healthier he is, the better they'll be in the late, in the late stretch. Definitely. Um, one more question. House flag football. Uh, we got our last game, uh, Saturday morning. Nice. Um, Let's see, you know, he played a lot last Saturday and, uh, you know, he never came off the field, which I thought was really good for him. And uh, he scored a touchdown the other night in practice. So, you know, he's learning, he's learning and having fun. And um, the team has it done just very well during these games. And, uh, but if the team stays together, I think they'll be better next year. And mm-hmm. um, we'll see, you know, I don't know how that works. Honestly, I don't know how they put together the teams and who goes where and what do, a lot of it goes <laughs> back to who's coaching them. And it is just, you know, it's just one of those things. And main thing is, is him smiling, you know, I keep saying that, but that's what I believe. I want him to have oh, yeah. fun. And that way when he gets a little bit older, he starts getting into pads, you know, he understands that there's now the physical as element of it. And, um, I think he will, but we got one more game Saturday and then we start, uh, we start basketball real soon. Awesome. Um, oh, I forgot. How's the family? How they, how's the family doing? They're good. They are good. They are, we are, uh, pretty nonstop. You know, we never, never slow down. There's been something every night this week and my wife's kind of running ragged and, uh, you know, so, you know, it's, uh, it's a grind a little bit this time of year with football going on and I can't help her as much as I, I need to. And, and, uh, you know, I hope, I know she understands that a little bit, but, uh, I need to try to do as much as I can and, and help out. And, um, you know, like I said, we're, we're starting basketball here soon. So I'll be coaching his basket, my son's basketball team. My daughter will be playing and on her team. I won't be coaching that, but, uh, so that'll be two nights a week also, you know, on top of, uh, the game. So it's just, it's that time of year where you got to kind of grind it out a little bit and, uh, and it don't slow down too much till about Christmas, and then you're still in basketball. But it does, <laughs> you know, want me a football, so right that'll help tremendously around here. And, and I'll I have to pull my weight if you know what I mean. Definitely, <laughs> coach. It's been fun as always, and I look forward to talking to you after a big win over those Tigers from Brewston. Awesome, man. Thank you. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Have a good one. See you, man. See you. Next up on the podcast, Coach Sean Thompson from Paducah Tillman, Blue Tornado Football. Stop recording. Hey, Coach, how's it going today? Good. How are you? Good. good. Since, we, since we last talked, you guys have had two district games, one against Union County and then one against uh, Webster County. Um, how do you feel like your team performed overall? Um, you know, we, we played decent in, in the Union County game. Um, obviously not good enough to win, but, um, we played hard. The kids played hard. Um, some things didn't go our way and, and they just made a few more plays than we did. Um, the Webster County game that the, the kids came out and played, um, like they're supposed to in a game like that. So, um, it was, it was, 
you know, good to bounce back against Webster County after a tough loss to Union County. But, you know, sometimes you have to do things like that in the season and, and go through the adversity to make sure that you can be successful later on. Yes, sir. Um, well, let's look at specific. Best for on offense. Um, who had a good game for you guys on offense? Um, Jordan. Uh, Jordan had another good game. Jordan White, the running back. Um, I think he rushed for 250-something yards. Um, and then Jack James also had a pretty good game um, running the ball. So um, it, it was exciting, exciting for me as a play caller um, to see that my quarterback, who's the true definition of a pocket passer, um, mm-hmm. be effective running with his legs. Um, but Jordan played lights out. Um, the offensive line put, did a great job opening up holes for him to be able to get big chunks of yards and take advantage of the things that Union County was giving us. Um, looking over at the defensive side of the football, um, it's, your defense kept it close. Uh, who had a good game for you over there? Uh, the the Actually, the player of the game in that game was Jimmy – uh, Mooney, one of our linebackers, uh, you know, he he had to move and play another position after we had a player go down and, and does a good job for us. Um, and then another one is Morgan Jackson, plays uh, defensive end for us, um, did a really good job after the player who uh, was injured went down um, and we lost our depth up front. Um, he did a really good job. So those guys were all over the place and made a lot of plays and, and, and really have been big for, for us since. What did Union County do? Uh, how 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 were they effective against your defense on Friday or that Friday night? Um, yeah, the quarterback is just tough. Um, really tough kid. Um, you tell something's going on with his shoulder. He didn't really hurt us throwing the ball. He he tough through and made plays with his arm, but his legs. Um. It came up big in that game and his ability to run and make big plays. Um, so, you know, when you have a guy like that that can run, it makes your offense pretty dangerous. And 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 he was a guy. And then they also have a kid named Christopher Hughes that um, played lights out as well. He's all over the place. Another tough kid. Union County, that's what they have is a bunch of tough kids. Um, is Pollard back Yes, but he was nursing an ankle injury, so he, we didn't really see much of him. Oh. Um, he started the game, but he didn't. He 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 stopped running the ball pretty early. Okay, I got you. He was in Pollard of the two names I know from Union County for sure, they're, and they're both legit. Um, an injury coming off this game. Um, how's that injury doing now? Um, we got really good news. Um, we should. He should have an opportunity to play again next week um, in the playoffs. It's um, Chris Allen. He's one of our defensive ends. He's really good for us. He's a leader for us. Really uh, defensive leaders, especially get on the field, getting us lined up where we're supposed to be. Um, so, you know, not having him really changes our defense um, our, as far as how um, efficient they are. Um you know, he's just that leader that makes everything go right. So, knowing that we'll have him back in the playoffs is pretty is uh, pretty good. Um, but not having him this week kind of sucks, and and last week as well. Awesome. Um, looking over at uh, Webster County, you guys went forty nine to seven over Webster County. Um, mm-hmm. Your offense exploded for forty nine points overall. How did you feel like they performed? Um, we came out and handled business and didn't mess around and play around with them. Um, it's what you want to do um, in a game like that. You want to see your team come out and dominate from the start. Um, we, we scored, I think, on every drive and, until we got in some penalty trouble with, uh, with our young guys in there at the end of the game. Had a few a series of penalties, just, just silly stuff, and, and they kind of got backed up. Um, Real, really far back in our in our, our own end zone, really, um, and, and weren't able to get out of that situation. And also made a short field for them to be able to score late. Um, you know, at Webster County on film. You know, watching them that whole week, they had played everybody pretty tough. You know, 
uh, much improved football team, and we really expected them to come out and, and, and put up more of a fight. But uh, we just came out, took care of business, and didn't give them much um, room to get going, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, who had a big game for you on offense on Friday night? Oh, uh, it was spread out all over the place. Jack James threw for 200 and something yards, spread the ball out to everybody. Um, so, you know, Corrientes Moore plays our big H position, did a really good job in that game. Um, uh, at scoring, finishing, you know, he's a big body, he's very athletic, and and then the, re- the rest was the usual suspects. Jordan had a big game. Um, uh, our receivers had a big game. I think we had three or four of those guys score. So um, it was really, it, it was really nice to see the offense click. It's been a tough year playing a lot of tough defenses. Definitely, you guys have loaded up your schedule with tough teams. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, your defense only allowed seven points, and that was at the end of the game when it was uh, the young guys were in there. Yeah. Um, what was key to their shutout performance? So pretty much, really and truly, is flying to the football. You know, when you're playing a team that runs a wing T, um, especially as good as Webster's getting at running it, um, you know it. it the discipline and the importance of reading your keys, but um, some oh, it's just different once you get in the game and, and you know you see it live and full speed in action because it's not something if you don't do that all the time you can't duplicate that. Our offense, our our scout team offense couldn't duplicate what Webster was trying to do, um, but you know they did a good job getting in the game, getting settled in, and, and flying around to the football and having fun is really what makes the biggest difference. When you're used to seeing Spread offense, or, you know, just the straight running offense. How how hard is it to adjust to a wing T or a triple option offense like that? It's really tough because it, those um, offenses are predicated on you making mistakes, uh, misdirection, or having to read someone, someone having to do their job. So if it's not something you do all the time, it's really hard in a week's time to prepare yourself to do that. Um, and it's a lot easier when you've, you're doing the things that you've uh, learned the whole season um, you know, the whole, you know, year's worth of plays and reps and practice uh, of doing. Um, so teams like that that do that, you know, they specialize in something different like that in, in modern football today, um, have an opportunity to be successful. Um, it's just how quick you can adjust and, and overcome. Um, who had a good game for you guys on defense Friday night? Uh, uh, Xavier Cleary uh, did a good job showing up big in the middle, made a lot of big plays for us. Um, we had uh, we had he was actually a defense player of the game, I believe. Um, and then you know in the secondary, you know they they were lot, they shut down, but they the, what I love about it is they came up and made tackles um, in space when Webster's trying to get on the edge. Uh, Darionte Ragsdale made a lot of big tackles um, flying down from the free safety spot. So um, just to have guys at every level that can, can fly to the football and tackles is pretty big for us. Awesome. Um, we mentioned injuries earlier. How are you guys injury-wise coming into this final uh, game of the season? Or regular uh, we, We're getting a couple guys back. Um, we got Malachi coming back, and we also have uh, – we also have uh, Nyon Fitzgerald coming back um, this week. Both guys starters for us um, before going down, and and they're coming back right on time um, to get ready for this playoff run. You read my mind. I was going to ask you about Malachi Ryder earlier. Yeah, yeah, he's been practicing the last couple of weeks, so he's going to he's going to play a little bit this week and and just get a feel for the game again, and then try not to overdo it because we don't want him to. Uh, it's been a while since he's played uh, football, so we want to make sure that we ease him in and make sure everything's all good. Definitely. Um, this week you've got Hopkinsville. It's an odd district game. Um, they're the Tigers, correct? Yes. What What do the Tigers do well on offense, and what do they run? Dejon Mercer. That, that's what they do well. He's probably the best player, um, best athlete in Western Kentucky. Um, they try to get him the ball in a variety of ways. Um, so, you know, it's going to be about stopping him. Um, he, he's the, the key to beating Hopkinsville, or at least stopping their offense. So, um, he's the one. Is is he a running back, wide receiver, 
quarterback. He does it all. They move him everywhere. He'll play every every skill position they have. Oh wow. <clears throat> um, do they? Answer? They saying one. What we're gonna set there? Like they'll do a lot. They'll do a lot of stuff. They'll move formations in motion and try to shift around, get you confused, and and, and dictate the matchups. Um, they do a good job of that. So, you know, it's it's just about doing your job, being where you're supposed to be, and, and make sure you're reading your keys. I got you. Um, what do they do on defense, and who are their players to watch out for on defense? Dejon Mercer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he can, he can score any in any way on the field. Um, if you give him – if you put a ball up in there, you give him opportunity to get his hands on it, he's going to win. Um, he'll go up and think about him is once he gets his hands on it, it can become a touchdown. Special teams, he's the same thing. If you kick it to him, he, he's got an opportunity to go to the house every time. Is he a cornerback, linebacker on defense, or where do they put him? Uh, everywhere. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> he's literally that good. Wow. Um, um, how's practice been this week? Uh, leading up to this game against the top. It's been really good. This has probably been the best week of practice we've had all season. I, I wish I could say that's a good thing. I just don't know, you know. <laughs> uh, you never know <laughs> what happens come Friday night, situations that come up. But um, we, it's been a really good re- week of practice. The competition level has been really high, and the kids seem to be having fun playing. So um been a great week. Awesome. Uh, now, this game against the Tigers, it's at home, correct? Uh, yes, it is. It's senior night for us. Awesome. Looking at some fun questions for you. How are your Seminoles doing? Uh, they're hanging in there about like us. It's a you know, tough schedule. A lot of teams on that they play do are good. Um, and they're hanging in there. I mean, they're competing. Um, That's the big thing. Definitely. Uh, who they have last week? Um, I don't know. It's a good question. <laughs> I had to quit watching. Every time I watched, they lost. Same. <laughs> I feel the same way about Georgia. When Georgia yeah. starts, when I start watching Georgia starts playing like crap. Yeah, I can't. I cannot be the cause. Um, I know it's not Florida State, but uh, two big games this weekend: uh, Georgia, Florida, and Tennessee. Uh, what do you think of matchups? Uh, they're good ones. Um, I think Georgia wins handedly. Um, they get back on track, knowing being dominant, and then I just—I mean, obviously, Florida State fan. I'm not messing with Florida. Um, and then um, I feel like uh, I think that the Tennessee Kentucky game will be a little closer than most probably expect it to be. The line is. You think we'll be closer than that? Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll come down to who has, who has the ball last. The Georgia line is 22. And I'm like, I just, I, it, sounds, it sounds good. I just don't see them covering that. Man, I do. I, don't, I, I think Florida's overrated. Really? Yeah. I don't, I don't think they're I, – I, mean, I don't know. I don't watch them every week. I've watched them play one time this year, and, and they were in that game what I thought they were. So – um, but I, I'm, a, I am a firm Gator hater. So are we down here in Georgia? <laughs> <laughs> um, how's the family? How was this weekend for you guys? Uh, pretty good. You know, got to go and watch my son play. Um, in the quarterfinals, um, the middle school playoffs, and they did really well. They won forty-two to nothing against Bowling Green, so that was pretty fun. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, pretty exciting to watch them play. Now, do they do divisions like yeah, that? There's three, divisions in, there's three divisions in middle school. What is Tillman? Uh, I think division? The, yes. Okay. Because I, I I know I talked to Jeremy Bell a few weeks ago when Murray was doing really well in the small schools. Yeah. School. Um. So I was wondering what the divisions were and if you guys were in there with them. Yeah. Awesome. Um. What position you use? I don't think I've, I've ever asked you that. Um, he plays receiver and defensive back, but this year he's having to play quarterback for the seventh grade. Oh wow! Well, or does he like it? 
Yeah, he's had to do it before. I mean, it's not a surprise. He just usually gets to play receiver as well. He he's a receiver at heart, but he might be a quarterback at skill set. I don't. I mean, it's hard to. I don't know. Nice. I don't know. <laughs> it's not um, very fun playing quarterback when there's no one, or playing receiver when there's no one to throw it to you. And, and this came. This is the year where they needed a quarterback, and he stepped in and filled that role. After in the semifinals, um, they have Campbellsville this week. Okay. Um, I, I looked at Max Preps, and it said your first round playoff matchup is predicted to be Taylor County. That's Campbellsville too, isn't it? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's what I thought. Really? They'll be a, they'll be a tough one. Really? Oh yeah. So usually. Or- the district play for the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, we're back to that. How did that work? We're back to sister districts. So it's back to how it used to be, basically. How do they determine what what districts match up with each other? Um, first and second, third and fourth, um, fifth and sixth, seventh and eighth, and so on. Okay, so I see. I know districts for basketball. And I know they're different. Yes. So, okay. So, I guess Taylor County's the third seed out of District 2? Yes. Okay. I was, I was, I was used to the District 2. I was looking at it. Like, like, Got to get used to it. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. It's different. It'll be a little different. Um you know that that district over there is. I think they're all pretty similar in, in, in talent level. Um, it's a five-team district, so there is a team, and that that it will be done after this week out of that district. And but I mean, the the three seed over there is as good as the one. So it's not. There's no. The only thing we got going is home field advantage. So there you go. Yeah. Awesome. As always, and I look forward to talking to you next week after we're going over Hawkinsville. Yes, sir. I appreciate you reaching out. You have a good one, Coach. You too. If you've made it this far, you've noticed some interesting stuff going on toward the beginning of the podcast. Um, there was a dead period of silence before Coach Morris's interview, and I'm not sure what happened there. Apologize, and I'll try to correct that error in the future. Thanks for listening, and I hope you all have a great night.